Hunters, fishers, and farmers. What kind of salesperson are you? That's what we'll be discussing this week on episode four of the Why How Yes Sales Podcast. The Why How Yes Sales Podcast is sponsored by Jared James Enterprises and Jarja Media. Real estate agents have roughly a 90% failure rate, and Jared James and Jarja Media offer products and services that don't only help agents succeed, quite frankly, they help it, they make it harder for real estate agents to fail too. Uh, whether it's coaching to hold them accountable, a dedicated marketing rep to help create and implement strategies, transaction coordinators to help do the paperwork for you, or a CRM to uh, help you run your business. Jared James and Jarge Media have the tools you need to succeed at a higher level. All right, hey salespeople, welcome to the Why How Yes Sales Podcast, where I guide you how to get to the yes the right way. I'm Red Staffstrom, and I'm here to help fix all the broken sales skills in the industry. Now, as I mentioned before, there's a few different ways you can sell. You can be a hunter, you can be a fisher, or you could be a farmer. Um, and I want to make sure that everybody understands the different kinds of sales that there can be. Now, when I refer to these, I mean the kind of lead that gets turned over to you, the way that it gets turned into a sale, the process that you have, the marketing that you have, all of those things go into which style of self-feeder you are. Um, sales is an eat-what-you-kill industry, but that doesn't mean that you have to do it that way. It doesn't mean you have to venture out into the woods every single time you want a meal and hope that you catch game in order to get your family to eat that night. So I want to explore the different ways and talk about some industries that generally work in those manners. Um, and that way you can start to adapt. Because what I found with many companies is they tend to focus on one of these kinds of sales, um, but kind of ignore the other kinds. Um, and that tends to be a problem when they go to recruit new salespeople is they'll recruit a hunter to do a farmer job or a farmer to do a fisher job. And these are all very drastically different skills sets that you need to be aware of and know that what you're doing, what you need to do, and how you need to convert things. So let's start with the most obvious. The obvious is the hunter, and that's the way most salespeople see themselves, whether it's true or not. Now, the hunter is the person who, again, goes out into the woods and hopes to find game. Um, They're the ones who may be setting up a bait every so often with some simple marketing, but it's not a very systematic process for most people. It gets to be more of a sport where some days you win, some days you lose. Now, there are ways you can improve your statistics, uh, but it doesn't happen for everybody. So with a hunter, what they're trying to do is just go out and pull the sales in. There's no real information beforehand, they're just walking in the woods. Um, This happens a lot with cold calling and telemarketing industries. And that's a worthwhile strategy for some people in some industries. But it doesn't work for everybody. You need a very specific kind of mindset in order to make the hunter lifestyle really work. You need to have that, if you follow DISC personalities, you need to have that high D, that dominant personality where you don't get discouraged. Somebody who is very task-oriented, who can just beat up the phones, beat up the phones, beat up the phones over and over again. Does it work? Yes, in some instances. A hunter works very well in one-call-close style sales. 
but they tend not to work as well in industries where you need to build relationships. Um, the hunter usually isn't the warm and fuzzy one, so to speak. They're usually the ones who are just picking up the phone, making the call, picking up the phone, making the call. Um, and it works very well. The benefit to having a hunter is they can make something from nothing. They can go out in the wilderness and find something um, when a company that they may work at may not have marketing up to snuff, when they may not be able to create leads the way they need to. Um, I've worked at a number of companies where I was the hunter and it worked kind of well, but I know it would have been even more effective if they had a lead creation process in place. Um, my job when I sold uh, trucking uh, fuel cards to trucking companies, I would literally go out find DOTs on the road, um, look up the DOT because they're all registered to um, the US Department of Transportation and write them down, find the number and I would call, hey, I saw you on the road, are you interested in cheaper fuel? I was a very much a hunter in that role and I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, if you're in the real estate industry, which I know a lot of my listeners are, these would be the people who go out and door knock. And it's great because you're creating something from virtually nothing, um, but there are ways to do it that are less of a time suck. There are ways you can be more efficient. Um, it's a very low cost and it works very well, but you need to make sure that you're also leveraging the other ways to do things. Um, the next is being a fisher. Now a fisher works very well. It's somebody who has a stocked pond that they go to and go there every day and just their job is to reel them in the boat. If you work for a company that creates leads or buys leads, whether it's through um, online marketing, whether it is through um, actual like creating lists or creating webinars or whatever it needs to be, if what you do is just take those leads who are interested in one of the products and just convert them, um, you're a fisher. Now, quite frankly, fishers, like people who fish, don't get paid very well. That's the one downside is, generally speaking, they're not the ones actually creating the lead from the start and the cost um, that the company pays goes towards the marketing department because they're the ones actually creating the lead and then it's just the salesperson's job to pull them into the boat. Um, and again, that's an excellent model. Your job, if you do sales, is start creating bait to make your fishing job more economical, to work things a little bit better. So you're not just throwing out the line blindly, that you know that you're also putting fish in yourself. Um, I don't know if you know this, but um, some people I know who do fish, what they'll do is they'll put their Christmas tree in the lake and that creates an environment that's very suitable for fish. Um, they like to kind of, I, I don't know, lay eggs or mate, or I'm not a big fisher despite everything I look like. I mostly fish to go and drink on a boat, but they'll use that and then they'll go there when they go to fish and they'll usually get good results. If you are a fisher, when you go to sell and your job is just to convert the leads you're getting, start trying to think of ways where the leads come to you more often or that you start creating more of a hunter mindset and start creating those leads yourself. Um, create the that target rich environment for yourself and stock the pond a little bit more densely as much as you can. Now the last kind of salesperson is the farmer. Now the farmers are usually a very different 
in terms of the way they speak, the way they act. It's a drastically different skill set from that of the hunter. The hunter usually um, works the way Zig Ziglar and the old school 1980s always be closing, um, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, those people do. Um, the hunter and the fisher may be working in Best Buy or at a car lot where they know that this is the only shot they have to close this customer and if they walk out that door, they're never going to see them again. A farmer at the other end has to provide the water, has to provide the sustenance, and it may take a while. They'll have a longer sales cycle. This happens a lot with real estate and it happens a lot with business to business sales. The key is to be able to provide that value over and over again, provide that sunlight, provide that water, that healthy soil environment in order to grow a customer from a little sapling to a point where it's actually producing fruit that you can eat. Um, and that's not an easy thing. That takes a lot of patience and it takes a very specific mindset. Um, a lot of people I've met who have done sales and tried to transition from B2B into um, one close sales or vice versa tend to have a very tough time because of how drastically different the conversations are between hunters and farmers. Um, I know it doesn't sound like it, a lot of people and myself included, um, for a long period of time, thought that sales skills are sales skills. That's not necessarily true. Yes, the overall concept is get people to know you, like you, and trust you, but the process and the means of doing it for a farmer are much more labor intensive and they're much more trust building. Um, you can't, sh you can like trim the sheep with a farmer, but you can't kill the sheep, otherwise you get no more wool. What you need with a farmer is somebody who understands that it's a process and that eventually it will come to you if you stay in front of them and you water your field constantly. Um, again, this is for longer term sales, people like in real estate, in high-end business-to-business software sales. Um, whichever you're in, and it doesn't matter which, start thinking about which you are and how you could start bringing in the other sales skills. How can you start hunting for new business if you run a if you work in a fisher environment um, I know when I sold cars I would actually call for like car owners who were selling their car and see if they would be willing to trade it in with me um, that way they don't have to worry about somebody coming up with a $12,000 check um, they would just sell it to the dealership a lot less hassle a lot less headache and I would create deals myself as opposed to standing on the car lot and just waiting for an up to arrive. Um, being that proactive, whether if you're in a fisher or farmer environment and being proactive and turning on the hunter role could be very lucrative for you. Likewise, if you're in a hunter role, start nurturing people who maybe were on the fence, put them on email drip campaigns and start farming those people because who knows? A month, two months, 12 months down the line, that could turn into a very lucrative deal for you because you've been willing to market and work over and over again. Um, so I hope this has been helpful. Um, it, again, there's hunter, fisher, farmer. Figure out where you are. Um, thank you again for listening. Um, I look forward to seeing you guys next week on the Why How Yes Sales podcast. Uh, please be sure to like, subscribe, and review. It really helps the channel. And I look forward to talking to you again next week when we discuss even further how to fix broken sales systems.